You are listening to Mind and Body Intelligence for Entrepreneurs. I'm your host, Kate Reuter, and I teach entrepreneurs how to optimize their performance, become more resilient leaders, and break through their income ceiling. I will share my experience coaching six, seven, and multi-seven-figure business owners and expose the truth behind growing and scaling a successful business. Here we'll discuss mindset, work-life balance, wellness, and business strategy, and have real conversations about what works well and what doesn't serve us. For the nitty-gritty of entrepreneurial success, you have come to the right place. Hello and welcome to episode 113 of the podcast. Today I'm going to dive right in. And this is going to be short and sweet, but very practical And it's going to include some takeaways that you can implement starting this week that will help you up-level your business, optimize your performance, and break through your income ceiling. We are talking about simple CEO planning tweaks that you can make this week that lead to the biggest results. So let's dive in. The first area where my one-on-one clients get support when they're working with me is around time management. Now, I know what you're thinking. Ugh, time management. Who wants to talk about that? It's so boring, right? Well, here is a misconception that I see all the time from entrepreneurs. And I was guilty of this as well. A lot of entrepreneurs don't believe that they need help with time management. They don't think that time management is their challenge. Most of us especially when we're new at starting a business, don't think we need help with this. This was my misconception when I first rebooted my business about five years ago. I believed that I was super productive, but when I applied this system and the strategies that I'm going to tell you about today, it was eye-opening how much I was overworking and under earning. I see this with a lot of my clients as well who are on the verge of burnout or who feel like they are working a ton, but they're not earning nearly what they should be. And as soon as we begin working together, I can tell after asking them just a few simple questions that there is a huge opportunity for them to make a few small tweaks that will lead to these big results. The myth that most of them believe is that because they've decided to work for themselves in their own business, that they immediately get to have more flexibility, which is true. But what I typically see is one of two things happening. Either one, they're overworking, working tons of hours, spinning their wheels, switching back and forth constantly between clients and different business functions, And they're constantly checking emails and being reactive to the business and to their clients. But at the same time, they're grossly underpaid for the value they're creating. I was a victim of this in the early stages of business. I was working tons of hours constantly at the beck and call of clients, but I was under earning. Part of this was the niche that I was serving at the time and the offer that I had. But the other part of me was not paying enough attention as the CEO of my business to how I was investing my time. I felt constantly busy doing client delivery, but I was not creating a business or revenue that was sustainable long term. 
The second example of this that I see is entrepreneurs who are hardly working and wondering why they aren't making more money. They simply are not using their time wisely. They're not tracking it and they just don't have the level of awareness that we need to to be a successful entrepreneur. One of my clients came to me ready to create her course and together we launched her very first course. She pulled together the course in a matter of a few weeks by taking massive action, which was amazing, and she immediately sold almost $1,000 in sales with virtually no promotion. That was a huge win. However, after that, she saw a slump in sales. And after reviewing her finances overall and taking a step back to look at the goals that her husband and her had, she decided to say yes to an opportunity for work that would be a nine to five, and it added close to six figures to her bottom line income, which was amazing. But here's what she learned from this. When she began working full-time for this new company, after just a couple of quick weeks, she shared this with me. She said, I had no idea how much I wasn't working on my business and how much time I was wasting when I thought I was productive in my business. This is what we do not want to happen to you. And this is why I developed what I call the time curation system. Here is how I help my one-on-one clients implement the time curation system. It's basically three steps. Step one, I walk them through a business audit. This involves taking stock of how much time they're actually spending in each of the various functions of their business. For instance, operations, versus finance, versus sales, and marketing versus client delivery. They're all different business functions. So we walk through each of those functions and we do a business audit. Now, most of the time, when I have clients who are working in their own business, but they aren't making enough money doing it, it's because of this gap. This is when we discover a huge gap in the way that they're managing and using their time. The bottom line is they aren't working as if their paycheck or their boss depended on them. For example, let's say this business you have was actually a job where you had a boss and you were their employee. Ask yourself this question. What kind of performance review would your boss give you if you are an employee based on your performance in your business in the last several months? That can be a pretty eye-opening question to ask yourself. Now, this isn't an exercise that is meant to make you feel bad, but moreover, help you see how when you work for someone else and they depend on you, you show up differently than you do when you work for yourself and you are your own CEO. And this can be the difference between the employee mentality that perhaps you're used to having, having been in corporate or working in nine to fives previously, and now you've got to transition to this new mentality of the CEO, which requires a mindset shift. We are mostly conditioned to follow the rules, 
to be followers of authority, to do what we're told. And that employee mentality of doing our job is ingrained in us. But when we work for ourselves, we are our own authority and we aren't used to that, especially if running a business is new to you. We just aren't conditioned this way. So what I see happen is that we don't take our business or our job as the CEO as seriously as we would if someone like our boss was depending on us and our paycheck is a reflection of how we show up to work. So in order to be successful in business, we need to treat our role differently as the CEO. Now, this doesn't mean that we need to hustle ourselves into the ground like some corporations want us to do or that employee mentality has us doing a lot, but we do need to treat our love for business as more serious than just a side hustle or a hobby. So ask yourself, how seriously do I really take my business? If it doesn't feel like I must do this no matter what, or I'm fully committed to this or else, then perhaps being an entrepreneur may not be for you. And I know that's a harsh truth. For me, following my divorce, when I was learning how to become a single mom of two young toddlers, building this business became my livelihood, my entire future so that I could be with my kids in the flexible manner that I wanted to, but also so I could create a stable foundation of income for my career and my financial future. It was an all-in mentality that I stepped into. This is what you need to have to not waver, to show up in all seriousness as the CEO and to not be willing to throw in the towel when it gets difficult. So the takeaway I want you to have here is think about it as if you were an employee. How would you rate yourself on your level of commitment or if you imagine yourself as the CEO for one of those organizations that you used to work for? How would you expect them to show up as the CEO who is all in? Once you have determined that you are fully serious and fully committed to your business, then you get to decide how you also want to make it fun and flexible. But first, you need to know and believe that you're all in. The time curation system that I take my one-on-one clients through helps them get clear on why it's so important to them to be all in. So step two of this system is pretty straightforward, but it validates that the time they're spending working on their business is focused on the right tasks so that they aren't spinning their wheels helping their clients while getting grossly underpaid. So we dive deep into each of the business functions and make sure that they are focusing their time in the right way. Step three of the time curation system is the values assessment. This is an assessment that I take my one-on-one clients through. They absolutely love because it helps them get clear on their highest level or vision for their lives to ensure that how they're investing their time in their business is also supporting the vision that they want for their life. 
This gives them so much clarity and helps them feel more aligned on a daily and weekly basis. They finally understand why spending their time in a certain way makes more sense for them based on what they truly value the most. Once they have this clarity, then we get into the work of scheduling their weekly calendar. And this becomes a no-brainer because they feel more empowered and certain around their decisions of how to spend their time. And in the end, they feel happier and more fulfilled overall. And the final nuance that I like to bring in to the time curation system is the energy piece of this, which is the bonus of incorporating their human design. This helps with those micro aspects of time management and making sure that it is best aligned with how they're meant to operate. It helps them do things like incorporate the right amount of movement or breaks and rest into their day so that they can optimize their performance and their productivity. And before I move forward, I want to reiterate that these tips that I'm sharing today are not things that were taught to me from the beginning or things that were clear right from the start, but these are part of the lessons that I learned along the way and the things that I created that helped me and that now I get to use to help my clients. Because of the commitment I had to my business, these are just things that I came to understand over time. And because of my commitment to my business, these are things that I came to understand and I had to do to make this business work for me. The time curation system that I'm speaking of helps my clients not only create a schedule that works for them, but it's personalized based on exactly where they are in business which financial goals they have, and their general preferences and personality based on their human design. Okay, moving forward, the next two tips I have for you today are ones that worked for me based on my values and what I needed to prioritize and what I learned about what I needed to prioritize, what works for me. So as you're listening to this, I want you to think about how this might apply to your business. I've talked about this strategy that I utilize on the podcast before, but I love talking about it with clients because of the evolution that I experienced both personally and professionally in the last several years and how much evolved and changed for me as I began to prioritize my financial future in a new way. As I became more financially savvy, both personally and in my business, I began implementing what I call Financial Fridays. Financial Fridays was something that I came up with because I needed to devote time to check in on my own personal spending plan and because I wanted to make sure that I dedicated time each week to manage the cash flow in my business and make sure that I was setting up all of my finances in a way that would help me succeed in the future. So during this time on Financial Fridays, I have a checklist of items that I go through. One of the items on the checklist is implementing the Profit First system. This is a system that I began to apply a few years ago in my business to ensure that I am properly allocating the revenue that my business makes into subcategories of taxes, owner pay, that's my own paycheck, expenses for the business, and making sure that I'm maximizing the profitability of the business overall. So 
That Profit First system is something that I implement every single Friday. I also make time during Financial Fridays to make sure any outstanding personal bills are paid or any other accounting or bookkeeping needs that I need to take care of, paying myself payroll, all of that is reserved for a slot of time on Fridays and I call it Financial Fridays. So I don't need to be distracted by any of those tasks during the rest of the week. I always know that I can rely on that time to sit down and take care of those on Fridays. So I want you to think about what that might look like for you. What do you need to do to up-level your financial prowess, both in your business to manage cash flow, but also for your personal finances? And consider scheduling a block of time each week to devote to those tasks. Okay, the last thing I'm going to cover today is a strategy that is very personalized to my situation. Because I am a co-parent with my kid's father, I timeshare and we have a regular schedule that we've agreed upon. So every other weekend, I have the kids and on the off weekends, he has the kids. It is highly important to me that when the kids are in my care on my weekend, that I devote my time and attention to them 100%. That is my family time. So I often back off of social media. I don't schedule a lot of work things. I step away from my office and I really don't spend a lot of time thinking about my business when I am with my kids. But following that weekend with the kids, because I've switched into that mom mode, I need to do a little bit of a reset to reset my energy back into a business focus. This does take me a little bit of time to make that transition. I've learned this about myself. So I schedule in my calendar what I call a Monday reset. So it gives me time to sort of transition into the business mindset to make sure I'm catching up on any loose ends and to schedule my business activities for the week. I give myself that buffer to transition, perhaps spend some quality time with my fiance as well, so that I can then step into business ready with a business mindset. Now this works for me because of my schedule with the kids. It's highly personalized to me and my personal circumstances and may be very different than the situation you have, right? But this is something that I help my clients work on individually as well because their schedules vary in a whole different way. For some of my clients, it has meant that we create a once a week budget or financial meeting for her and her husband to get on the same page with their finances. For other clients of mine, it may mean that we create a one to two hour block in the evening for her to go to work on her business after she returns from her nine to five. This is different for each of my one-on-one clients, but it's the type of work that I help them do so that they can figure out what works best for them in their situation. Customizing your schedule in this way, using the time curation system and these individual personalized strategies will help you optimize your daily performance so that you can break through your income ceiling in your business. And this is just the time management part of it. 
When you work with me one-on-one, I also teach you my three-tier business growth blueprint, which helps you simplify and take the guesswork out of marketing and growing your business so that you can develop more compelling messaging that deeply connects with and converts your audience into paying clients. This is all available for you through one-on-one coaching with I still have a few slots available for the remainder of the summer. So to see if you're a good fit, schedule a no-cost consultation. I'll drop the link in the show notes and I will talk to you next time. Thank you for listening to Mind and Body Intelligence for Entrepreneurs. If this podcast has been helpful to you and you like what you're learning, please leave a five-star review and subscribe so that you don't miss an episode. And if you want to spread the love, please share on social media, making sure you tag me because I would love to celebrate what you want to create. With passion, I'll talk to you next time.